There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We coolin' out. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We coolin' out. Yo, welcome back to Coolin' Out. Kev. Sal. Rel. We back another week, doing other big things, you know. We got two special guests with us this week. We got rapper extraordinaire, MC, <laughs> Mr. True City in the building. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up We man? got founder of UpcomingHipHop.net, Mr. Matt O, and his manager, right? Yep. Yeah, so we hey. got you out here doing multiple things, you know. <laughs> yeah, Just pleasure living. to be here. Yeah, Thanks. man. Appreciate you guys for coming through. Ah, thank you for having me. Yeah, man. man. Of course. Um, Shout out to D Green for connecting us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's yeah. that? Wait, they who's know that who D Green is. D Green on the, you know. Oh, that's the guy on the intro, right? Yeah, that's who he is. Um, that's who he is. <laughs> that's who he is. But now nah, we're glad you guys came through. Um, just to start off, I mean, like tell tell people about yourself, like where you from, things like that. Just start yeah, of off. Course. Um, my name's Truth City. Um, I'm from a little place on the side of a map called Newport News, Virginia. Oh. Um, so yeah, I'm far, far, far away from. I know where that's so, at. Yeah, yeah, man. I've been I've been doing music since I was like six years old. Um, I just started out ghostwriting, songwriting, mm. or whatever in the industry. Um, everything from just learning branding from a young age, you know what I mean? So, like, a lot of the stuff that I do now is just based off of that young experience, you know what I mean? So, new album out, man. I'm just out here running around the city like crazy mm. trying to make it happen, you know what I mean? Yeah, we're going to get to that because that album is fire. That album is fire. What about you, Matt? Like, uh, Yeah, I mean, born and raised in Wisconsin. Went to college there. Grew up in the country, doing country things, you know. <laughs> uh, fell in love with hip-hop, like, middle school, high school. Just started going to every show that I could, you know, mm-hmm. driving, like, six hours to see, you know, some of my favorite artists. Uh, mm-hmm. Moved to New York City, uh, you know, started the blog. Uh, started doing other stuff as well, working with artists, doing photography, videography, and then eventually one of my writers just introduced me to True City's music. Uh, I started supporting him, you know, did an interview with him, went to a couple of his shows, and then just kind of, you know, turned into a business relationship. And mm-hmm. one day, you know, s- we were out at a show together, and someone asked him who his manager was, and he kind of just was like, well, Matt, I guess. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, all right, I guess that was the moment. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's just been a blessing. It's uh, It's kind of been crazy how my career is just, you know, formed over the years uh outside of my nine to five mm-hmm. gotcha and you still do the nine to five yeah i mean it's too expensive here not to <laughs> yeah you grinding yeah. so 
so back to like Truth City real quick. Like you're from Newport News, Virginia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just go like a little bit more in depth about like how was it like growing up in Virginia? I mean, in Virginia, it's like nothing there. You know what I mean? It's like Zero. like empty streets, <laughs> like trees and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for the most part, like you have to travel 30, 45 minutes just to like go record or go to a show. A lot of things are just kind of given to like the bigger artists who come to the city. Like a lot of the attention is just focused on bringing outside people in mm-hmm. rather than creating a scene in um, the local. You know what mm-hmm. I mean, so it's, it's probably changed a little bit. Obviously, it's been a while since I've been home. I've been hearing great things or whatever. So I'm hoping now there's a little bit more outlets. But yeah, man, I had to get out of there. Mm. So how long have you been in New York, man? It's been about uh, seven seven years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I moved here homeless. Honestly, like uh, nothing. Honestly, like. 50, 60 bucks in my pocket just sleeping on floors, back of restaurants and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, it's been a long journey. Wow. That takes a lot too to want to do that. Could you go a little bit more in, in detail about that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so basically when I'm, I first moved, like I had a friend that I wanted to stay with or whatever and then, you know, he ran into some legal trouble and then I just, I didn't have a contact person or whatever when I touched down. So I was just kind of, you know what I mean, roaming the streets or whatever, mm-hmm. hopped inside of a 24-hour spot, you know what I mean, and just pay for a sandwich, put my head down, and then I, I went to, like, a couple shelters and stuff like that. Like, when you're in it, you don't really think too much about what you're, what you're in, but more so just surviving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, just survival instincts kind of kicked in. So it's like, welcome to New York, bitch. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> like, basically, that's what New York told me when I got off the bus. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, from that moment on, you could probably hear it in the music. I mean, it shaped a lot of pain in my life or whatever. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, New York will slap the shit out you. Yeah, man. Yeah. Bitch slap me. Uh, well, I wanted to just come here and just, you know, hit the open mics. You know what I mean? Have people introduce me to the scene. I just knew what wasn't for me where I was. You know what I mean? And I knew what I wanted. And the only thing I saw on television was New York. Like, everything was New York. TV, TV set, come to New York. So, like, when I came here, the first thing on my mind was just like, yo, where can I be at any time to do anything musical? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, just that hunger, you know what I mean? And did your parents approve of it? Or did they? Hell no. As I figured. Yeah, my mother, my mother's single parent, like, she, she like, worked her ass off. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. jobs after jobs. She was a sergeant in the military or whatever. Um, She has a, do- she's getting her doctorate now. Um, so she's very strict on education and just like you know what I mean she was big on that but like she also was just like if you go like you gotta go hard cause I'm not helping you mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah, so yeah, there yeah. was no help there was like no call you and ask you for bread it was like nah when you leave this house you know what I mean to make this decision like you're not coming back into this house you know what I mean so I just took that decision and you know what I mean obviously it paid off <laughs> yeah no, nah, I mean you, you do, you're living out your dreams which is very inspirational. Like most people don't do Thank that. You. Most people just be like, "Fuck it." And nah, nah, man. Like honestly, just potential—the potential of every human being that exists on this planet is mm-hmm. to do something. You know what I mean, for our communities and our society. Like nobody is without reason, whether they know it or not. You know what I mean? Everybody from the guy shoveling shit. You know what I mean? Like everybody does their part to just create a beautiful community of people who can just have purpose. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe that, not just for me, but for anybody that I meet, I try to encourage everybody to say, hey, what is it that you do? You know what I mean? Like, how can I help you do that? You know? Mm-hmm. So I encourage purpose in life, man. Got you. Now, Matt, this is, I'm not going to lie, you're very intriguing to me. Like, <laughs> you're very intriguing. Like, and especially now that I know you're from Wisconsin, yeah. like you have to explain this. Like, this is this gonna sound so cheesy, but like the first time you fell in love with hip hop moment, like you got, right. you got you gonna have to explain this. Like, I gotta hear this. Um, I, I honestly.
honestly think it was. Um, I know the first rap album I ever got was Jay Z Blueprint. I yeah, think uh, yeah, we were at job, like some rumor sale or like. I don't know. Somehow, me and my brother got our hands on it, and once our parents found it, they were not happy about it. They were like, <laughs> "You listening to rap music, and it's ex- they swear in it, and they're just not having it." So they took the CD away, and we yeah, were like, nigga. "We were like really upset about it, obviously." Um, but you know, growing up in the country, you know, you pretty much just country and rock music. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I was surrounded with. Um, but once I was able to, you know, watch MTV and you know be able to make my own CDs, like Napster, LimeWire, oh, like yeah. downloading my own stuff. Yeah, yeah, I had LimeWire. Um, the good years. Yeah, I mean, I had, like, <laughs> I had, and once I had my car, then I then I could listen to whatever I wanted. Um, and I never was one to really listen to the radio either. Um, I always just, I had like probably 90 mixtapes in my car mm. that I would just like make, obviously, from music that I found online, just, you know, searching through whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, just going back, I think just like MTV really helped me fall in love with music whether you know even though it was like the most mainstream stuff given to us but yeah you know early on it was like 50 cent jay-z eminem dmx they played videos um, yeah, yeah. Word. <laughs> yeah and that was always one like big passion of mine was videos um i just was sit on youtube for hours just watching like music videos mm-hmm. um but yeah i would like pull up to my school and it would just be like I'll be bumping rap music. I had subwoofers in my Honda Civic, <laughs> trunk rattling, uh, and I would like park between two trucks covered in mud. Like, yeah, he was a hood nigga in Wisconsin. Bro. Yeah, you just hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was uh, <laughs> blowing the mud off their trucks. <laughs> What's up? How was that received? Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I didn't really fit in with the the popular crowd, which was you know most of the the country people, I guess. Um, but you know, me and my friends, we all pretty much listen to rap music. Um, so I mean, obviously I didn't really fit in with that group. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny now because like they all like look down upon us cause you know, we would like smoke and stuff too. And they were like, Oh, you guys listen to rap music, whatever you're lame. And it's like, everyone went to college and like two, three years later, like I'm back in the hometown and like everyone wants to come party with us. Uh, now. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, Oh, you listen to rap now? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But no, I never, I never like looked down on them or anything. I was friends with pretty much everyone that I went yeah. to school with. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I just had different tastes in music and whatnot. I was actually on the golf team as well. Oh, uh, there you go. Um, yeah. So I have a kind of a strange background. Yeah, it's, it's a nice mix, <laughs> man. Yeah, it is. You're versatile. That's what yeah. they say. You're versatile. Um, so what about like your move to New York, starting the blog? Um, so I started the blog when I was in college. Um, I was honestly just like sitting on the floor um, one summer before all my roommates moved in, and I was I typed in like upcoming hip hop music uh, into Google, and like nothing really came up, just like a few articles. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this might be a cool opportunity for me to like you know start just you know finding new artists and posting about them because like I was finding so many upcoming artists that I really liked their music, and like I couldn't keep track of it. So the blog started as a place for like an archive of music that I could just go back to and listen to. Um, and then eventually I just started interviewing artists. And then this one artist, uh, shout out to Ben Z. He was like from a different city in Wisconsin. He kind of just like helped me like professionalize the blog and get more direction on where it should go. So I started interviewing artists. I t- started doing like SoundCloud contests for artists where I'll just get like get a beat from some producer online and then artists would rap over it and then Let's people go. could vote. Um, and then, so I started that in college, and I started uh, dating a girl um, who I'm still living with now. 
Uh, and she's the whole reason I moved out here, actually. Um, mm. She moved out here for a job. She worked in publishing. Um, and New York's really the only place to do that. So uh, she graduated a semester before me, moved out here. And then uh, I finished college. I moved out here, uh, moved in with her. And then once I started working in digital marketing out here, I started realizing like the potential the blog had if I really like started doing social media and like outreach and like doing different types of original content on the site. So I mean that just grew. So now we do we do like ciphers, we do video interviews, written interviews, we do like advice articles, just like all sorts of different stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and I just like really got in the hip hop scene out here. Um, and shout out to Dark Matter as well because he made a beat from one of my contests when I was living in Wisconsin. Uh, he's from Queens. And when I moved out here, he was the first person I hit up. I was like, hey, you live in New York. I just moved out here. Like, can you introduce me to some people uh, in the hip-hop scene? I'm trying to get in it and learn more about it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's born and raised here. So he introduced me to a lot of people, and they introduced me to a lot of people. Um, and it's just, like, crazy now that I look back at, like, where I came from and where I am now. Long way, yeah, all the way from yeah. Wisconsin. <laughs> it's cool too, cause like my friends come out and visit, and like I know where like the best shows are, and we like I can show them an awesome time. Yeah, but I, I never thought I would be living in New York when I was in high school, or even like the first couple years of college. But it's the best decision of my life. Of course, New York City is the best place in the world. Yeah, it's crazy though, cause um, people want to leave, like. Personally, yeah. me, I want to get out of here. Really? You were born and raised here, though? Yeah, that's yeah, I mean, that's fair, though. Yeah, like, I fair. didn't want to stay in Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was thinking about moving to, like, Minneapolis or Chicago, where there was, like, you know, a bigger city. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, uh, I, I know a lot of people from New York that that don't want to live here anymore, and they're always complaining, but somehow they're still that, on yeah. the block. Y'all got so many resources. <laughs> it's so much If here. it was cheaper, yeah, but the <laughs> shit we but, do, like, y'all took the train today, right? Oh, I, yeah, every day. I, don't I know. mean, you guys like, had the water main break, right? Yeah, I, I had to deal with that nonsense. Oh, when did? was that? Today? Uh, this is literally just like right, like right now, like oh, the, no, the, the NRQ. I worked around the corner. Yeah. Uh, oh no, that's why I gotta take home. Took me mad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he hurt now. <laughs> he hurt yeah. now. He broke I'm his out. arm. I'm the whole br the whole Broadway lines delays both ways. The hold on the queue. Both NRQW. Okay, oh, I don't take none of those. So. Good luck. It's so annoying. But no, so like New York, like from my experiences when I was growing up here, it's like, it's kind of like segregated in a sense. Like if you're like, say for example, like I was raised in the Bronx, you don't really get to see like, you don't get to benefit from all the resources that are in Manhattan. If you don't, know, if you don't know anyone like that, like really? people who live in like the Bronx are like, they live in the Bronx. Like they don't, for most part, they don't leave the Bronx. Like, I don't get at least it. That's how it was for my family. Really? Yeah, we ain't leave the Bronx. Why? Wow. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. I mean, I've been all over New York City, like just doing my shit wherever their shit. Yeah, you also, but yeah, but you're not from here, so you come here, you want to explore things oh, and, and okay, be out. Cause yeah, like yeah. even like, cause like I left New York and I moved to Atlanta, mm -hmm. and when I moved back to come to college, I was like, shit, New York City is completely different than how I remembered it when I was younger, and I was running all over the city, and now I like really get to reap the benefits of the city. Okay, that makes sense. It's completely. I, mean, I guess if you live here your whole life, maybe. I mean, like for me, I, like even when in Virginia, I explored the most I could, and I was just like, yo, there's nothing. Out there, you know what I mean? Like, and then when I came here, it's just like every resource. Everything is here. Yeah. And then on top of it, I go super hard, you know what I mean, for opportunity. Mm -hmm. Like, so my my perspective on it is whenever I did get an opportunity, even if it was an open mic, like I literally lost my voice at an open mic every time, you know what I mean? Because I, I, I cared about making an impact in that room. Because mm -hmm. for me, it's like, yo, I never, you only get one first impression with people. And I, I try to like tell like a lot of my friends that, that every time somebody says, show me your gift, 
show them your fucking gift, bro. Like, I'm like, hold nothing back. Give a performance as if, like, there's 100 people in there. You know what I mean? So, like, my hunger level was just, like, up here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I used to pace before I, like, went on the mic because I was just so antsy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. to rap. You know what I mean? So, like, that hunger is, like, what I gave to it when I moved here. You know what I mean? So, that's why I always just get confused when, like, I'll be talking to New York people and they just be like, yo, what you doing today? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, what? I'd be like, yo, this mad shows going on. There's mad places you can go. I was like, yo, I just researched 20 blogs in New York right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just so crazy how many resources are here and people just be like, yo, I ain't doing nothing today. That shit's crazy to me. Yeah. Like the New York hustle is real, though. I've witnessed it. Like yeah. I met a lot of people from here that just like grind harder than anyone in Wisconsin. I mean, you kind of have to though. Like you, yeah. you really kind of have to to like succeed here. There's too that's many people fact. here. I mean, that's not just about here though, bro. That's just about in life. Period. That's true. Anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm there. We're in no position, especially with Trump in office right now, to not be going hard every yeah. single day for your goals, your aspirations, your companies. You know what I'm saying? Like life is short, man. Mm-hmm. People, I watch people go like this. I- and they just never press the start button on their life. You know what I mean? They never press the start button on their dreams, their ideas. Even if they fucking fail, do them just so you can not sit in your house wondering, what if I tried this? You know what I'm saying? It's better than fucking bagging groceries, you know what I mean? And working for another man's dream. Why not try and take a chance on fucking trying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I really, really try to tell my friends that, man, every single day because I just don't want anybody. You guys, myself, Matt, anybody. If you're around me, Yo, you can't even be around me if you're not working. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like that's just the facts. You feel me? Shit. I think too, people <laughs> in the city they get a little spoiled because they think everything is supposed to be given to them or handed to them. Like no, I don't no. like I live, I live two two. I used to live two hours away from the city, mm-hmm. so it was very like secluded, almost like a suburban area. So in order for me to even get to anywhere I would have to travel two and a half hours. Like, to see any friends, all my friends lived in the city. Yeah. All my friends, I went to school in the city. And people like, oh, you, I, I lived in co-op. I don't know if you guys ever mm-hmm. heard that. Yeah, no one ever did. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever did but yeah, no one ever. Like, I I always had to travel to see people. And it's like, now it's like, oh, okay. Like, I, I have a brand now. So I started yeah. with my homeboy. Like, oh, let's go check this out. Nah, I'm cool. After smoking, it's like, I'm going to just sit. Oh, I hate that. And it's just like, come on. Like, you live two minutes away. Like, I live two hours away, and I'm making a trip for you. And it's like, we could get it, but you just want to think about it. Yeah, self-dedication, man. Like, you just can't make people follow their dreams. You can, yeah. Like, you have to really be, like, like have self-integrity to, like, yeah. really go hard for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's the saddest part about it, that we want so much for our friends, so much for, like, people we work with. You know what I mean? We just want so much, because obviously, like, we can go hard for what it is that we do, but it doesn't feel the same yeah. when you're surrounded by new faces and, like, people that obviously, like, you do business with and make money with. But for me, I want to turn on my left shoulder and see the squad. You know what I mean? See the team that you just opened up a new clothing store. Then my boy over here just opened up a podcast. So, you know what I mean? Like, I just want to know that our resources are being expanded. Mm-hmm. Got you. Know you. I mean? Like, as friends. You feel me? Yeah. Nah, I mean, that's dope. Like, especially since, like, I, I believe it more because both of you guys' backstories speak yeah. to that. Like, you coming from VA, yeah, me and being, Matt, being homeless. Perfect yeah. team. Matt coming from Wisconsin, you know, just coming here and doing this thing with the blog and everything else you do, videographer and, all, and all, everything you do, Marketing, basically. Everything. Yeah, everything. So it's dope. But speaking about grinding, I want to talk about your, your new project you put out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While you were asleep? Or was it while, while you were while sleeping? sleeping yeah. While you were sleeping. So I checked that shit out today. 
Fucks with it? Fucks with it heavy. Thank like, you, I, I will, Hate like, it. Nah. <laughs> and, like, and, like, I would, I'm open over. for that, too. I wouldn't lie to you. Like, that, I went to sleep. Pe- people know. Pe- people know when I don't fuck with shit. I'd be like, yo, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. cool. Get out of my face. But, well, nah, like, I was at work today, and I, like, listened to it a couple of times. Like, yo, this shit, is, is, it was flowing. I like I liked the flow of Thank the album. You, like, the track list, the way the, the albums, I'm sorry, the way the songs were, were placed just flowed perfectly. Thank you, bro. It was a good mix of, like, lyricism and then cool vibes also. I was like, oh, this is dope. Yeah, a lot of research went into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could tell, like, you put time in to yeah. doing it. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. It sounded, it was dope. It was a nice little project. So what, if you had to, t- like, put, take us behind the curtain, like, what was your process in making this album, things like things well, that Well, when I, when I made the album, I had quit my job or whatever to do music full time. So my mindset was just to to dive straight into this. You know what I mean? Like, let me make a project, you know what I mean, that is really, really going to, like, sustain me. You know what I mean? And tell a lot of my story and how I'm feeling. So um, that was around the time my friend had actually uh, volunteered to, like, help me get studio equipment for my house. I mean, like, I didn't have, I'm talking, like, not a dime every day. Like, mm-hmm. no money. You know what I mean? Like, I literally, literally was just, like, sleeping on my, my homegirl's couch. You know what I mean? Like, my friends would throw me ten dollars, and I I make that shit stretch. I, I stacked up with the <laughs> ravioli, you feel yeah. me? So like I made every single dime stretch, and I just put all of my energy into the baby steps. It mm-hmm. was never like, oh, I quit my job, I gotta get money now. No, you know what I mean? That's how people make mistakes. You know what mm-hmm. I mean, I was like, yo, I'm okay struggling. I grind this out. I have a year plan. You know what I'm saying? So I started working on the projects one by one, songs, like really just. Uh, I started sitting down recording rather than standing up. Um, that was a new thing for me too, to sit next to the mic like this yeah. and just talk into the microphone. Because I was like, yo, this is this is how we talk. This is regular conversation. I don't think rap needs to be like this. You know what I mean? Like, it's, <laughs> it's just like you know, it's it's just a little bit more calming to like rap like this. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So I wanted to make music that way to say less words. You know what I mean? And just have conversations with my audience. Because in the reality spectrum, I thought of somebody putting their headphones in and I was just talking to them. You know what I mean? So I put a lot of that perspective, and then I also tapped into like uh, just a lot of deep pain and uh, like betrayals and triumphs, and yeah, it was like a lot of personal shit on the album, man. Like I can't even listen to that shit all the time. It's just yeah, you emotional. Sound, you sound like you're talking to someone. Yeah, I always am talking to someone. He's talking no, to you. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whoever you is, I, one of, I had a question. The listeners. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, but it was the way that I took the album was, and if I'm wrong, let me know. Um, there's somebody, it sounds like you're talking to. Like, there's mm-hmm. an actual person that yeah. you're talking to. I've been out to. chasing my dreams. You were the last one to see. The, yeah. And to me, it almost, I was like, well, are you talking to your old self? Like, are you talking to the self that, you know, maybe you didn't want want to be? Or you kind of, well, I didn't know how to explain it. But I was just like, it sounded like you was talking to someone. Like, there was someone who pissed you off or, like, someone who... Of course, someone who did you wrong or yeah. someone who wasn't there for you faithfully or someone. It just, I felt like there was another, pre- like there was someone at the other end listening to you. Yeah, of course. I mean, every song is personal. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, like even that particular song, like Dreams, the opening was just about a female who just like lived in Atlanta. She like, she was on the scene. She supported everybody but me. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I was just like, yo, like I just dropped my album. You know what I mean? Like what you think of my song? She didn't care to listen. So like when I opened up the album, she was a muse to everybody that represents that. You know what I mean? So, like, to open up the album and say, I've been out chasing my dreams, you were the last one to see. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't ever believe. You know what I mean? Like, but I, it made me better. It made me the person that I couldn't see inside me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So your doubt and the things that you didn't care about 
made me go harder for my dreams and made me realize why am I trying so hard to make you believe in my dream when it's mine? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And alone, the city, you know what I mean? Like all of those records. Like I talk to the people who I personally want to talk to, you know what I mean? Who might be listening at that moment and everybody else gets to sit in and have these personal feelings. I don't make generic music. I don't make a song just to make a song. Everything's personal. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm talking to anybody. I could be talking about anybody. You know what I mean? But it has to come from that. You know? Gotcha. Nah, yeah. Because I learned a lot of music too. Like, you hear you. Like, mm-hmm. you hear a lot of, oh, I'm better than you. I get more bitches than you. Yeah. I fucked your girl. But it's like, listening to this, you could tell it's genuine. It's not like a fake you. It's a yeah, real yeah, yeah. you. Like, a lot of the stuff on the album, I barely even wrote. You know what I mean? Like, just because I had the microphone right next to me. My thoughts is right here. You know what I mean? Like, it was just a new way of making music. Because I was writing a lot of my music just because I had to pay for studio time. So yeah. I had to be ready. Get in there, like, record it, get out. Shit, like, yeah. 10 times, how I'm going to say it, the inflections. You know what I mean? Like, I had to do that. But now it's like, yo, I have a microphone in front of me whenever I feel like saying something. Saying something. You know what I mean? So for me, like, that's the only reason I would get on a microphone is to say something. People have this in their hand so much now. To the point where, like, it's literally air. Like, people have Snapchats and they have all these opportunities every day to make an impact or to talk to someone or to do something productive, you know what I mean, with this power of having the microphone and a voice. And for me, I don't take that lightly, you mm. know what I mean? So features, like, Matt will tell you, it could take you a month, two months to get a feature back from me because I care, you know what I mean, about every word that I'm saying, you know what I mean? I won't even send it to you until every line it's filled up with a personal feeling. You know what I mean? Mm. So, like, I just take it super personal, you know? That's all. Yeah, I, I, I felt it. <laughs> I felt it. <laughs> How long did it take you to put this uh, entire body of work together? Um, it's, It took me about nine months. I usually, I usually try to spend about nine months, you know what I mean, like conceiving, you know what I mean, for me. So I try to give it that much time. I spent a lot of time first just recording the vocals, and then I spent more time with the mix and then getting all the extra things like the guitar, like catching my mom at the right moment, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? <laughs> when she's talking, because that's her all the time, honestly. Like, we hear her talk, yeah, she talks dreams? to me like that all the time. Yeah, She's very strict, you know what I mean? Yeah, my mom, though, like, she talks to me like that all the time when, since <laughs> I was a kid, you know what I mean? So I, I tried my best to just make sure every single bit on the album was very personal, mm-hmm. like really personal, you know what I mean? From people having conversations, Accidentally recording friends when they're talking, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it just it had to be real. You know what I'm saying? So about nine months, yeah. No, that worked. Cause I thought <laughs> about my mom and I was like, I wish she said that to me. But <laughs> I'll take this. I'll take it. Facts, facts, facts. <laughs> I don't. So I don't like. I don't like comparing artists to other artists because it's not natural. It, it comes off so negative. It's you natural. Know? People take it like, oh god, you're trying to favor this person. I don't. But when I listen to the album, I'm trying to think. Like it sounded like a Drake Kendrick like fusion but it was mm-hmm. dope like it, it was like I was like shit like if it, it, I don't know like the vibes just felt like OVO yeah, but then it sounded like some Kendrick shit and I was like yo this is it like but the collaboration was just so dope to me I nah, thank you and man. I was like damn this is dope I was like but it was like but it, the fact that it was like it felt like a combination of both is why it also felt like it was an original thing yeah like, yeah I mean no one sounds like you I mean that's the <laughs> the beauty of it for me was just like no matter because obviously, like, it de- definitely has, like, that OVO-ish, like, ambient. Yeah. But I think anything ambient is just, at this point. Yeah, you, t- you, you take it as an, OVO, as an yeah, OVO yeah, sound. Yeah. It. So, like, and the game changes so much to the point where, like, you know, people do ask me, like, do I get offended about any? No, because it's natural. People have to naturally. Like, if I give you this beer, 
You know what I'm saying? The beer is categorized in a way for yes. you to understand what beer you're drinking. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you have to categorize the Truth City to explain what you're feeling. So, they'll put me on Pandora next to Drake party. Right yeah, there. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? For the vibes. You know what I mean? Just for the vibes. But if tomorrow I decided to do another prologue, they'll stick me with Kendrick Coles and Big Crits. You know what I mean? Like, you'll never really escape being compared. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So for me, I don't make music with that in mind. I just say these are the vibes that I'm trying to create, and you get left to production at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Whatever production yeah. available to you is what your vibes is just going to have to be, you know? Not, and I love that because my favorite music, it gives you a feel. Yeah, it has That's to. What your favorite music gives you. Vibes. What artists give you a feel? Um, definitely, definitely Drake gives me great feels. Good, um, good man, definitely, good definitely uh, Drake. Um, these are the biggest Drake dick riders in the world. He should be. That man, he should be. That man works very hard. I know, and he I makes great music. Him, but like, you know, he as, does no wrong in their eyes. He Drake, does. Yeah, that's, that's not, not true. true. Mr. Um, Mrs. Graham. <laughs> <laughs> yo, my man. Listen, you Jermaine Cole's bitch. <laughs> when Four Your Eyes came out, you was like, ooh, I'm so happy. I, about slap box after this. Like, I needed it anyway. <laughs> nah, but I listen to, I uh, definitely listen. Uh, uh, Drake gives me vibes. I like definitely what Bryson's doing. Mm. Um, but a lot of the inspiration actually didn't come from any hip hop. I don't really listen to hip hop like that. Um, I listen to like motivational audio tapes. And stuff like that from people. So on the day to day basis, I'm usually not listening to music. It's like somebody in my ear, like going in about being great and you know what I mean, potential and yeah. life. You know what I mean? Like those are the things I want to hear. Like I like music, but there's so many other forms of art. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's just like, yo, music's cool, but like I need to like I need to hear the keys so I can give them to people. You know? So um, I spend a lot of my time listening to motivational audio books with this album. A lot of TED talks. Yeah, a lot of TED like he introduced me to TED talks mm -hmm. and stuff and like Gary that. Yeah, uh, yeah, actually, yeah. Okay. See, good segue. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Gary V, man. He posted "Get Rich" and Warhols on his SoundCloud. I saw that. Instagram. Yeah, that's yeah. a big thing. Congrats, because Gary Thank V you. out here hustling. I love Gary. So man. him to like reach out and like you know post that on that his SoundCloud. Fate. I think that was pretty much fate. If you think about it, you know what I mean like listening to the audio tapes, getting into motivational. Like, I motivational speak at my concerts. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, naturally, when that happened, I think it's the universe just doing what it's supposed to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, you have a similar hustle to Gary Vee as well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, you got to speak on that. Uh, I mean, I wake up every morning to at least a couple messages from him. Like, and I mean, he doesn't even say hi to me when he calls me on the phone. <laughs> I'll be like, be like, I'll be like, yo, what's up, Truth? He'll be like, yo, you send that email yet? My eyes just open, bro. But I like that. I like that, though, because, I mean, it's just all work. Um, and that's really the only way we're going to get to where we want to be. Um, we could easily just meet up, hang out, go get a couple beers, chill, whatever. Nah, it's like he's coming over and we're at the both at our computers working until we, like, fall asleep. Like, when the album came out, <clears throat> he came over to my house. Like, I took off of work the next day because it came out on Thursday at midnight. And... Soon as it drops, we're like, all right, now we gotta really put in the hard work. Like, obviously, we celebrated for about 15 minutes, had mm -hmm. a drink, and then uh, yeah, we stay up till like 4 a.m. just like emailing it out, getting it up on YouTube, making these like cool little snippets for in Instagram and Twitter, Facebook, and whatnot, and just like we still have a ton of work to do on it. Um, but you know, it's just he inspires me every day to just like work harder. We try to outwork each other. Facts though. Mm. I mean, and that's something like I really. For anybody listening, and if you guys do follow me at Mr. Truth City, um, 
a lot of the stuff like on my Instagram, my Facebook, these are things that we we care about. You know what I mean? Like we care about perception, we care about image, we care about branding, we also care about message. You know what I'm saying? And right now music is just filled with so much negative message. Mm-hmm. Mm. And what people don't understand is that anybody listening right now, you're programming yourselves. You know what I mean? Every day by the music you listen to, the food that you eat, the people you associate yourself around. You know what I mean? These things are all forms of energy that can like shape your life. You know what I mean? So for me, Matt knows. Like I, I tell him every day, I was like, yo, these quotes, the things that I say, like these things are like I have to make sure that I'm making sure my messages are like positive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I in no way, even when I'm typing Facebook posts, I in no way want to make anybody feel down like, bad about themselves, you know what I mean? Like, it's not to say, like, I filter, but I try my best to, like, be a positive influence for anybody who even cares, you know what I mean, to listen to a song or to follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram, I'm not posting no dumb, funny memes. Like, it's cool, it's fun to laugh at, but I was like, yo, you need something to motivate you this morning, you know what I'm saying? Like, you need that shit that's going to wake you up and, like, win. So when you hit me and you was telling me that you was listening to while you were sleeping, while you was at work, that's what I made it for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, for you to turn to your boss and just be like, yo, man, I'm up while you sleep. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, yo, I got to give you, I got to give the motivation, man. So, like, Matt has just, like, been on board with me as far as, like, organic messages. Mm-hmm. And, like, he knows I take that super seriously, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's dope, too, because you guys probably carry each other energy-wise. And, Definitely. And that that's something that, you know... We encourage our friends to do it a lot, but yeah. majority of the time they're not gonna listen. Yeah. So it's it's nice to know like there's someone pushing you at the end of the day to help you and help the other person as well because you're doing the music, he's doing the blogging. It's like hand in hand, you both are pushing yourselves together. It's a fact. Man. Yeah, I mean energy is just super important for us. Like if we go into a room. There's just bad energy. Like we don't want to be there. It's a fact. Like we can't perform our best. Like I don't know. It's just it's a lot more important to us than maybe other people. Um, but yeah, yeah, man. Like and and Matt is a person who, as much as like I I bug him every day on a day to day basis That's about so everything. <laughs> like he knows like my end goal is just the experience mm-hmm. of what it's like to like an artist. When I grew up, liking an artist was just like. Like we all had, I had a binder with my favorite artists' pictures in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like their lyrics on my wall. Like, uh, branding and everything was just important to me subconsciously before it ever really became important to me. You know what I mean? Because I cared about those things. So, Matt working in marketing, like, it was just perfect, man. Like, see, energy just brings the right people together for yeah. the right me- reasons, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of like a perfect combination because he's like obviously a really talented artist and that's what he's trying to do and you know i've always just been the biggest fan of hip-hop so i've always and i've never worked in the music industry you know this is all self-taught stuff that i learned outside of my nine nine to five um so i've always i'm always looking at his shows his merch his website his music as someone who like our our ideal customer you know ideal fan someone that you know is standing in the crowd like wow that's like such an awesome message he's saying like i'm gonna go buy his t-shirt now Mm -hmm. That's true, too, because um, a lot of the times I think the people who work in music, they don't really know the music as of much as not. we do. So it's good that I feel like you have more experience than majority of the people in the music industry, period, because you fell in love with it before. Yeah, I mean, I listen to at least four hours of music every day. Just saying. Probably since I was like 14 years old, like mm-hmm. 
every day at my work, I just put headphones in and work all day, whether mm-hmm. it's hip-hop, R&B, dance hall, whatever. Um, I just love music, and you know I listen to his music every day, too. He's got a bunch of unreleased stuff that I got that's crazy. <laughs> 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 so how does it, do you put him mostly on your blog? Or uh, <laughs> sometimes I forget to put his stuff on the blog. That's messed up. Uh, but no, <laughs> we, we did something special for the release. You got uh, some text about that? Nah, I mean, <laughs> it's all love, honestly. Um, you know, my goal is to get him on, you know, new and different, you know, outlets every day. Um, yeah. You know, he's been on The Source, he's been on Two Dope Boys, he's been on Team Backpack, he's been on my blog, and, you know, countless others. Um, but, you know, I love just sitting down with people like you guys and having a conversation because, you know, most of the time it's just copy and pasting what we said. Yep. So, I hate um, that. This, this is what it's all about, is, like, the real human connection. Like, I would love for you guys to come out and see the show. Like, that's that's when I was really hooked. Um, you know, I interviewed him before I really got to know him, and it was just such, like, a great experience listening to his story. But it's just another story. But then I went and saw his show, and I, I literally got the chills, and I was like, I was like, yo, this kid is the real deal. Like, yo, his stage presence is just incredible, and, like, I don't know. It's just a, it's amazing to watch. Mm-hmm. It's funny you said that. Cause like I promise I was texting D Green today when I listened to him when I was when I was listening to your album at work and I was like yo this kid's fire and he's like yeah I heard it I was like yeah he was like yeah he heard it, it was dope and I was like but he was like the reason why he actually like likes your music because he saw you in person live in person perform he's like yo his energy is insane on stage and I was like damn like I was I need now I was like I need to see him in, on stage you know because it's one thing when you like hear someone's music in your ear when you actually see them perform you actually you can feel them when they're performing, yeah, like yeah. their energy in the building. You're like, damn, he actually means every word he's saying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's why the music is personal. Like, it mm-hmm. has to be for that reason. You know what I mean? When I'm on stage, he'll tell you, like, I, I perform Dreams, what, yeah, like twice? He's cried both times. I can't get through the song, bro. Like, it's just, it's a lot. You know what I mean? And I think, you know what I mean, yourselves included, like, you can hear it in the music. Uh-oh. It's yeah. very, very emotional for me, and it's very, very, like, a lot to to deal with because just if you just think back you know what I mean mm-hmm. like being homeless bro like, no tr- I, like, I can't imagine that shit is trauma like I'm dealing with trauma to this day you know what I mean like that nobody will ever understand that mm-hmm. like a, a smile that I give you or a positive quote is not me talking out of my ass it's, it's giving you the strength you yeah. know what I mean so like because you're gonna get to your lowest point I've been there so when I talk to people it's just like yo you have to understand bro that it can be so much worse than this mm-hmm. you know what I mean so my live performances mean a lot to me, and I spend countless hours, countless like rehearsal time. You know what I mean? Like with my team and my band. Shout out to DJ Flata, Simone. Like we sit there for hours. I'm like, yo, you gotta play that piano key right. Like you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the smallest details, cause it's a lot, man. And it, the right now the fans deserve that. You know what I mean? Yeah. The person paying ten dollars right now. If I told you right now for an hour, go mop the floor. That hour you just gave me that. You know what I mean? Yeah. At the door. But a lot of people don't look at it like that, but I do because I worked in 95. I know what it's like to scrub floors and fucking toilets. You know what I mean? That you worked an hour and you came all the way on the train, which is a two-hour ride <laughs> there and back. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Put your $10 in and you stood there on your feet to wait for me to perform. You know what I mean? And then had to go back home in the cold. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't take that shit lightly. You know what I mean? So I make sure my team doesn't take it lightly. The venues don't take it lightly. The person working the fucking door don't take it lightly. Every person that walks in this motherfucker, you love them the same way because I love them. You know what I'm saying? So this shit is very personal for me, man. We'll go far. We'll go far. <laughs> I hope so. Nah, you, like, that, that, um, being genuine like that is what gets people far. 
Yeah. Because most, like, like, like Kanye's one who, he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, but he cares. He really cares. Like, but he'll dip on the like, show in a heartbeat. Yeah, so I have a really interesting experience with Kanye. So, like, obviously he was one of my favorite rappers, producers growing up, whatever. You know, I like, like, my uh, Dark Twisted Fantasy, that's, like, Ooh. one of my favorite albums of all time. Like, Ooh. Not even kind of like, all time. Catching hearts out here. Um, so, um, Kev out here sending I, them emojis. Like, I have been going to rap shows forever. Like, I've seen everyone, like Eminem, Jay Z, Kanye, or not Kanye until recently. Um, but like, you know, whoever, whenever, Kendrick, Macklemore, all the time. And mm-hmm. then last year, I had the chance to see Kanye. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. ...on the Life of Pablo tour at Madison Square Garden. Um, and I actually didn't even buy a ticket or whatever early to go, but one of my writers texted me the day of. She's like, hey, there's a few tickets left. You want to go? I was like, sure, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Yo, because sure. I know sure, what he's all about his antics. I, bro, the so, way he just, the way he just, like, yeah. So one of my writers texted me last minute, was like, you want to go? Sure, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so cool. I got nothing to do anyway, so <laughs> I get there really not knowing what to expect, and it was just bananas from the second I got to Madison Square Garden. Just people everywhere wearing his clothes. Like oh. I thought he was like at the clothing. Like selling the clothing <laughs> with the people because it was just mayhem. Mm-hmm. Uh, which he actually broke the record for merchandise yeah. sales at Madison Square Garden nine hundred and twenty thousand in one two days. Crazy. Um, yeah, the Pope was the original. Uh, used to hold the record. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> from the second I walked into the arena, it was just like that orange glow, and he just had ambient music until he stepped on the stage at nine o'clock, and he just stepped off at eleven, and it was honestly one of the most like. 
entertaining, like speechless moments I've ever had because he honestly blew me away. And mm-hmm. once the next day I was thinking about it, I was like, I was like, this dude literally planned out everything from the lights to the what. Like he didn't have a yes. single featured guest. He didn't have a DJ before his set. There was no opening act. It was just him on a stage and he just killed it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this dude is calculated and he really, really, really cares about his art. And he doesn't take anyone else's opinion, mm-hmm. which I guess could be good and bad because that man <laughs> says some shit. But no, me and Kev, we saw him at the Meadows. Uh, I guess the, the day that he like abruptly uh, Kev K, but yeah. he was on set. He was on stage for like what forty five minutes, okay. and like that was like the that most exciting forty five minutes of my life. Like I lost my hat. I was like drenched in sweat, and I was telling Kev like, "Damn, like." I'm kind of glad it ended because I don't know if I would have survived any longer. <laughs> like, I was like dead out there. But then like the next day, I was just like, damn, I was like one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Like, and the lights were crazy. Like, everything was like perfectly calculated. Like, yeah, yeah. you could tell he had his hand on every single part yeah, of that show. I absolutely love Kanye. Man. And you know, truth is the same way. Like, he'll be emailing me. So he'll be like, "Yo, this venue's gotta get back to us." He's like, "We better be getting those email addresses from the presale tickets." Like. Everything like the door person better like be have a smile on their face when people get there, just like because he really cares about everything that mm-hmm. that goes into it because it's a full experience when you go to a show. It really um, is, man. Yeah, and I mean that's that's why you know we've been able to uh, you know I guess grow the fan base we have been through shows. Yeah, we had the um because when we had the album release uh, party, um, shout out to Ethic Clothing um who sponsored it in the city, like. Bro, it was like one of the most life-changing moments. You know what I mean, for me so far, it was just to be in a clothing store in the city, make a tweet, a couple Instagram posts. I think we only did three. Like, yeah. we made one post about the um, the party, and we literally sold out. You know what I mean, like our RSVPs. Dope. Like, it was maxed out to the point where we were scared. Like, it was just, <laughs> I no. was texting Truth like earlier in the day. I was like, I was like, bro, 175 people RSVP'd. I was like, dude, like. It's gonna be a problem. Yeah, <laughs> we literally were just like, "Yo, we need to start early because it's gonna be an issue." Like, but like that was something that told me that people weren't coming just for a party. You know what I mean? Yeah, they were coming for a feeling. You know what I mean? And I told Matt I wanted to make it a thing. I stood right there at the front of the door. I was like, "Yo, I can't, I can't be over here talking to him. I need to greet every person that walks through this door to say thank you." You know what I mean? Everybody who want to talk to me gotta come by this door. You know what I mean? So every person that walked in, hug. People came in just off the street, like uh, some old dude came yeah. in. There was and an old lady too. Yeah, old lady came in. They didn't know what was going on. I was like, "Hi, how are you?" I was, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. she was like, like, uh, like antsy to like, like shake my hand away. I was like, "Ma'am," I was like, "This is a place of love." I was just like, "You can, you can feel free to shake my hand and hold it." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And look me in the eyes. You know what I mean? And speak to me. You know what I mean? Sometimes people are very socially awkward. That's okay. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's not a reflection of me. It's a reflection of them. So I still give them the same love, the same positive energy, regardless of how you fucking feel or not. You know what I mean? When you walk in this place, know that you've been loved, you've received the love, and how you choose to use it is up to you. You know what I mean? So when everybody came in, I was just like, yo, free drinks, enjoy yourself, talk to somebody you don't know. You know what I mean? It's okay to love here. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So the album party meant a lot, man, and I just want to thank everybody who came. I just want to say that here today. like, It just meant the world to me that that many people would just come out I mean, on what it was on a Friday, right? Yeah, yeah Friday, and it could have been anywhere. They could yeah. been any concert anywhere, but they wanted to chill there with me, and that was amazing. It was honestly one of the happiest days of my life. Like, 
I posted a picture on Instagram. I just had like the biggest smile on my face. Like showing all thirty two. Yeah, I mean, like yo, I don't. Know. It was just like I mean, I had a little bit of whiskey, but <laughs> it was like I mean, I was working, I was running the camera and the door and the event and stuff too. But I think it was like all of the past eight months, we finally took like one night to just like celebrate all the hard work. And it was just, it was so grateful. Like the love and the energy in the room was incredible. Like I wish, I wish every event could be like that. And I got a free jacket. So for me, it was a big deal. Hey. I was just like, yo, was hey, I got ethic. a free sweater too. Shout out to Ethic. ethic. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, yo, I got my, like my first piece of clothing in the past like months. I was just, cause it's like, I've been in the same shoes, the same jeans. You yeah. I mean, like since I've been here, you know what I mean? Like. People donate clothes to me. You know what I mean? It was that real. So I was like, yo, then they gave me a jacket. I swear I wore that shit <laughs> three days in a row. Like, I swear I was so happy for the tiny, small yeah. things, you know? Mm. But I can tell y'all grinding, like, just from, like, the production on the album to even, like, the videos. Like, so talk about, like, uh, the video I just watched was The Family. It's mm -hmm. like, tell us about that. Like, Yeah, shout out to FX, man. FX um, actually uh, directed it for me, and... Same thing. When I, I spoke to him, I spoke to him calmly, mm. just like this. So he knows I was not playing. I was like, FX, this video means the world to us. I was like, this has to be perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he was just like, yo, bro, whatever I got to do, wherever I got to go in the morning to pick whatever up, like he was like, I'll do it. So a lot of people showed up at 8 in the morning. Yeah, we were. he did a show at, I think he performed at 11 p.m. or mm -hmm. something, or midnight the night before. Mm -hmm. We go back to my crib, woke up at like 5.30 in the morning, mm -hmm. went and got bagels for everyone in Brooklyn. Oh, it was just, man, it was yeah. exhausting, but it was it was so worth it. Yeah, all those came people came in and like early, like we talking New Yorkers waking up. In at suits. Like, yeah, in suits. Like not just pulling up on what they wore last night. Right? Yeah. People came and they came to show that love and to be a part of that moment. You know what I mean? So honestly, it couldn't have happened without all of those people. You know what I mean? So um, we shot it out um, near Biggie's block. Um, the basement scene was shot over there on Biggie's block. Dope. Um, once we did that scene, the shout out to, um, I think it was the Red Velvet, Brooklyn Velvet. Yeah. Um, Brooklyn Velvet hosted us for the uh, the last scene. You know what I mean? And then everybody who came out with the props and everything was just amazing. So honestly, I any visual or anything that I choose to do, to be honest with you, I always expect to be great because my intentions are good. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that video, man, is just the crowning achievement of my entire career. That video like, is, is amazing. Like, like I, I literally looked at it and was like, damn, like, how'd y'all shoot this? Like, how y'all get all the special <laughs> effects in here? Like, right. it looked like, you know, back in the days when, like, people used to pay, like, $100,000 yeah, yeah, yeah. to shoot a damn video and, sh and things of that nature. That's what it looked like. I was yeah. like, damn, like, this is... Yeah, we had one camera, man. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I was like, is this one camera? What kind of camera you use? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's that 4K. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just vision. Just vision, man. Mm -hmm. Like, like... FX goes super hard, and like I, I love him, and why I chose to work with him. He's started putting out videos on Instagram. I saw him, and all I could really say was I like it. That's all I could say to a person who does this for a living. I can't ask nobody to do anything for me free, and I wouldn't ask anybody to. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I just kept doing my own thing. Me and Matt was doing our own little videos or whatever. I was just like, yo, we got to work with FX. Like, we got to work with this guy, man. He's amazing. Mm -hmm. So um, I still, I was just hesitant to ask, and then... The way God works, as he always does, he hit me. He would just, I put out, um, I think the last record I put out was Everything Black. 
And when I put out Everything Black, he hit me that same day. He was like, yo, I need to be a part of every video. He was like, you making... <laughs> you see? He was like, yo, you're making movies like through music, and I want to give you the visuals these songs deserve. So when he hit me, I was just like, yo, you do know I'm about to be hitting you every morning, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, don't play with me, bro. If you say you want to work, like, we're going to work. You're going to see Matt there, like, he does hit you That's up a fact. Like, yo, <laughs> yo, he was not playing, and like, sure enough, when I put the pressure on him, Every single day about what needed to get done, the vision. He was up, ready to go, had answers for me, emails done. Like, I just met with my video team a couple uh, a couple days ago. We sat there with storyboards. We up at Starbucks like we made it an office. Like, <laughs> I mean, like. Oh, free Wi-Fi? Facts. Oh, all right. The people started coming over like, do you guys need anything? Like, <laughs> so, like, nah, we're just here for the Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a water. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah, man, that's how the video came together. It was an amazing experience, man. So what's like the next? What's com- what's upcoming in the next couple of months? What's your plans for the? Like, what are you do, planning to do? Like promo for the album, things of that nature. Yeah, I mean not to give. Don't away give away the, too much. Yeah, yeah, not to give away all the amazing yeah, surprises. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> not to give away all the amazing surprises. Definitely, we have a lot of visuals lined up. Okay. Um, for a lot of the songs on the album, um, we've been really, really pounding the pavement every single week to think of just great, beautiful ideas. You know what I mean. Um, and we also have the concert coming up on March 26th at Arlene's Grocery, which I'm putting so much like time and effort into making sure it's perfect. Um, great artists opening for me. People who have given me opportunities when I needed it. And I consider just great performers. Very diverse lineup, R&B, some hip hop, you know what I mean, some soul. So people can, you know what I mean, ease their way into the show and just enjoy themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also planning on expanding outside of New York. So we'll be trying to do some shows in Jersey, um, Connecticut, uh, PA, um, get out there to touch the people out there. Um, and then lastly, I mean, we definitely, definitely are considering like a, a dope project for everybody in the summer. It's just something that we have to really take our time on. As I said, I take a lot of, you know what I mean, time yeah. on the music. Um, but I just really want to give people that just because one music is just like when people like like something, they want more. You know what I mean? And just for the people who have hit me saying like, yo, like I really needed this. I was just like, man, like we got to we got to have that foundation and care about them. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like care about those people who every day take the time out to listen to me, r- repost my stuff. Those are that's family. So we have to do something special for them. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just continuing to think of more ideas, and um, um, definitely like a bunch of multimedia projects that I'll be working on too outside of that. So, are you gonna do a project in your hometown, or like a show in your home? Yeah, we're planning that as well. Um, obviously, just like not being from like in these places all yeah. the time, it's just really hard. Um, but we definitely are trying to go to Virginia and just do an amazing, amazing big show, man. It'll probably just be super emotional and shit. <laughs> yeah. like probably for the low out there. <laughs> yeah, probably, right? <laughs> probably for the low low. <laughs> Newport News. They'll be like, no bar guarantee. Just come do it for free, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. Because it's like New we, York, it'll be like a 30-person a bar. They'll be like, yeah, exactly. it's $800. <laughs> yeah. We get half of the ticket sales. I'll be like, what? <laughs> Nah, it's a fact though. Like, I like down south, like just the rules and the way people handle business <laughs> yeah, is different. It's completely from different. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a lot of politics, yeah. and like that's something like I want anybody listening to understand. Like, you may look at artists like Nicki or Drake or whoever you want to point a finger at and and have your personal opinion, but you have to understand to be successful in this business to make a dime. Like anybody listening right now, I want you to go outside right now and try to make ten dollars off whatever your gift is right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's people right now who had to fight 
go through all of these things. You know what I mean? You don't know these people's story. You know what I mean? So a lot of the celebrities and a lot of people I see in the news, I consider them human beings. You know what I mean? Like, who really went through a lot of shit to get to where they are. So all of the shows that you see, like, all of the things for marketing, no, this shit is not easy. The podcast, this equipment you guys have here, you know what I mean? The setup, this room we're in, none of this shit comes easy, man. And we, we sacrifice because it's our job to, mm-hmm. to give people the best of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you guys go out your way to give people the best. You know what I mean? From the equipment, you buy the mics. You're like, yo, people need to hear us. I mean, whatever. The ambiance of where you choose to do your interviews. Like, I don't want anybody listening and to go through life ever thinking that anything around you is just there because it was just put there. Before that hotel, before that 7-Eleven, it was a vision. It was an idea. Like, the owls in the room. the way, ever, No matter what small thing you yeah. consider that you just walk through it and it's just small, it was a vision before it was there. You know what I mean? So I just, like, encourage everybody listening right now to just keep that in mind when you're supporting, you know what I mean, cooling out, when you're supporting the Truth City or upcoming hip-hop. Know that there's real people behind these things who are putting their time, their love, and their effort into this shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And money. <laughs> Word. <laughs> All of this ain't free. <laughs> I left that out, but yeah, money. No, Dope. that's true. I had a question actually yeah, yeah. for Matt. Um, I I could see why you would put Truth City in your your blog, but as someone like I always try to listen to the newest music. I'm a fan of a few mainstream, but my most of my time searching for music is new artists. How would you say you pick the artists that go on your blog, or how do you? How do you decide to choose which ones that you're going to showcase or or say besides the contest, clearly? But um, I mean, it originally started out, oh man, I would just be like digging deep into SoundCloud and YouTube, just organic search, like mm-hmm. find an artist. The next song is a different artist. The next song is a different artist. And then, you know, the artist that I liked, we collaborate with other artists. So I would check their music out, mm-hmm. become fans of them. And, you know, it would just kind of, like, snowball, and then eventually it's like I'm listening to 100 artists a week, and it's like, whoa. Like, I need to <laughs> scale it back a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I mean, up up till now, it, uh, I mean, a lot of the music that I like now pretty much just comes, like, by friends referring it to me, honestly. Or, uh, like, uh, my coworker showed me this song. She's like, oh, G-Eazy's on this one, R&B Girls uh, album. Uh, her name's PJ from North Carolina. And uh, I just like, so I checked out, I was like, oh, songs, all right. So I checked out her whole album and like, I fell in love with her album. That's like my least favorite track on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I don't know, it's just like all different ways um, finding new music. Uh, we do accept submissions. Um, I get to them when I can. You know, I, I got a lot going on now with Truth um, and the other stuff with the blog and, you know, being a photographer and, you know, just living here takes forever to get anywhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just like, it can be random at times too. Like it'll just pop up on Facebook and I'll, I'll click play. Cause you know, I, I'm all about giving everyone a chance yeah. and that's, that's why I wa- that's why I started the blog too. Just cause like there are so many talented artists out there like True City or others, you know, D Green sitting in their room or like paying their last dollar to go to the studio to record a song for themselves. And mm-hmm. I'm just listening to it and I'm really vibing with it and I like it a lot. Um, and I can buy it, or if it's on SoundCloud for free, then I'll share it, um, go to their shows. Um, it's just all about support, really. Um, yeah. And it comes from a real genuine place. Um, 
as much as I, you know, like going and see bigger artists, I think I would way rather go to a small to mid-tier show and just really feel the vibes because, um, you know, being up in the arena seat is one thing, but, like, being able to touch the rapper, like, give him a high five, like, when he's reaching out in the crowd just is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think only Kanye could do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 I think we all agree, but other than I agree. The smaller venues are the best ones to showcase, yeah. and you Fact. feel it too. Yeah, like I, I went to um, before Bryson, like I think it was before Trap Soul came. No, after Trap Soul came out, he did a show at SOBs for like fifteen bucks, mm. and I was lucky enough to catch it. I took me and my girl went, and it was like, like I my favorite concert. I went to see Yeez, um Yeezus concert where he had the mask on. Yeah. My favorite concert, Trap Soul beat that. Like really. And, and it wow. was just because he's like, not to say like when you, like I, I don't, I haven't seen your video yet. I like yeah. to listen and digest it. Of course. So it's going to take, like I'm going to li- check it out today, of course, but yeah. I'm going to be listening to your albums for like a good two weeks. At of course, work. as you should. Yeah. So take time. I like to digest it. So when I see the person in person, it's like I get where you're coming from. I connected with you already listening. I'm already, mm. now I'm connecting with you visually. Yeah. And it was just like, he was on stage. He was nervous. Like you could sense his, you could sense his feeling. He 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 even like took his hat off and was just like, you you could tell the energy. He was overwhelmed. Like you could, yeah. tell, he even let us sing the songs that he was doing. He comes from a real struggle too. I mm-hmm. could Kentucky is like that. That I don't see like people really searching for music out there. So I know it must be hard. He used to work for Papa John's. Yeah, he, he slept daughter. in the back of his car. Yeah, man. So it's like when you connect on that like. I even wrote down one of the lines that I have to repeat on here because it just connected with me on a totally That's different shit, level. Uh, I gave my heart to a woman who never saw the vision. I made peace with niggas, but not all's forgiven. <laughs> I was like, thank you, man. I feel those things. Like I felt like this week, I feel those things, and it's yeah. like it couldn't have come at a better time. And I think with new artists, people have to give them the respect as well. Give them. Give them that to search for it or look for it. Don't just listen to, you know, Drake or Kanye's and Nicki. I mean, the fact that you, like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you, those reasons are why, like, you take your time with the music for people like yourself, you know what I mean, who are going to dissect the lines mm-hmm. and are going to review, you know what I mean, and make reviews. I make my music for that first and foremost, you know what I mean, and then also caring about the vibes for people, you know what I mean, who necessarily don't listen to lyrics first, you know what I mean? Like, they kind of just, like, press play, listen, whatever. So, like, that's amazing, man. And I think as artists, we have to have to keep that in mind. That mm-hmm. there's going to be somebody like you on a late night, just got off work, tired, pissed off. Like, you need that language that keeps you going. You know what I mean? It's impossible to digest an album in one listen. People yeah. do that shit, though. Like, it's impossible. People yeah. do that shit, Like, though. even today, I was listening to, um, even, like, something like We Up. Like, mm-hmm. and that's, like, you know, like, an, an amp song. But, like, they were, like, lines that I didn't hear the first time that I heard on my eighth list. And I'm like, oh, shit, he said that? Yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah. at the copy it for real today. I was like, yeah, what? <laughs> what did you say? All right, we'll play that back one more time. <laughs> but, like, you, it's just impossible to digest an entire album in one listen because you yeah. just miss things. There's, there's things, like, if I go back and listen to The Blueprint, I'm sure there, was oh, yeah, th- there, were, there were things I, that I, yeah. I thought I heard back then that now I'm 26 and I would understand way better. Like, damn, I didn't understand what he was saying back when I was 12 or whatever, you know? Bro, I didn't listen to Illmatic so many yeah. times <laughs> and got so many new gems. Yeah, you're like, like, damn, he said that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, especially, like, moving here. Like, obviously, a lot of the rap that I listened to grow up was, you know, New York rappers. And 
coming out here, they'll be like rapping about a street or a block, and I'll be like, oh my god, I get it now. <laughs> this is that, this is like, that block. I was like, when I was in Wisconsin, I just had no fun. I was like, yeah, this is awesome. But like, yeah, I'm shit like, ain't safe in Bed Stuy. I was like, I was like, shit, this I'm is in Bed Stuy. That's a fact. Some real personal shit, like Jay Z was saying mm-hmm. that you know, real life struggle or. You know, he was on this street, like, and I, I never got that until I moved here. So I had the same experience. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still can't even listen to Changes 2 off your album, like, once. Every time I listen, I just got to run it back again. It's just, you know, it means a lot to a me lot as of well. Personal, personal records on there, man. Dope. So, what do you, like, what are you, you, you guys' like, current thoughts on, like, the current state of hip-hop? I mean, I mean Matt probably is going to have his own just because he has a blog. I mean, for me... Like, I just know the time period in which I fell in love with hip-hop and what it felt like. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, I feel like the industry is giving way to... Um, the industry is giving way to loud experimentation to the point where back in the day, certain albums were made with time in them. Now you have people who have so much access to so much technology that, you mean, everything's being just bombarded on a giant table that's just overflowing full of like mediocrity you know what i mean because everybody is fast 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 just record it that we done you mix it throw that out you know what i mean and unfortunately like that's my issue with hip-hop but i do feel like there are a few artists who are coming up which are new artists so to speak that's why you see so many amazing new artists Mm -hmm. i mean taking these crowns because like they really actually come from a culture and a time where people cared about those things. Chance is amazing. You know what I mean? Bryson's amazing. You know what I mean? You have so many cats that are coming up that are new, that are just amazing. So, I mean, I just wish people got back to caring about the art of hip-hop rather than just, like, I just want to rap. You know what I mean? Think about your tone. Think about your inflections, your beat selection. Think about your storyline. You know what I mean? I care about all these things. You know what I mean? Got you. As a fan of hip-hop. But, you know what I mean? And Matt probably has a different perspective. I mean, I couldn't be more excited about where hip-hop is now. Um, I mean, everyone who says, oh, hip-hop sucks now, is like, uh, it needs to be boom bap, whatever, old school. Um, hip-hop is now the most popular genre in the world. More people listen to hip-hop than ever before. There's more subgenres within hip-hop than ever before. It's like, isn't it just an amazing place to me? Okay, Lil Yachty and whoever is popular, you don't have to like them. Like, I, there are cats, like, still making New York hip-hop, still making Boom Bap, still making the Golden Era, whatever, if that's your taste. Like, there is literally rock hip-hop, indie hip-hop, mm. anything you ever want to listen to, like some kid in Nebraska making hip-hop that people like. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, my brother is a great example because... Like, he introduced me to hip-hop, but then, you know, he really got into country music and stuff. Um, But now he's, like, kind of back listening to hip-hop because he found these artists that are, like, genre-bending that still rap over, you know, some style of hip-hop beat. Mm -hmm. But it's not what a lot of people would call hip-hop. But, yeah, I mean, I, I listen to a bunch of different artists, you know. And I think people just take what the mainstream sound is now or whoever's popular and say, this is what hip hop is now when Mm -hmm. it's not, which it is part of hip hop, but hip hop is so much more than that. And there's more artists making music than ever before. And like, I have so many more artists that I love that I never would have heard of before because of the internet or because of whoever. Um, I mean, I just, I love it. Me and Matt bump heads on this all the time. 
like all the time. <laughs> no, nah, like we really do, and like that's why like I love these conversations because like Matt will take me to a show. And then like I'll just be like, there. Oh, it's a white rapper. I don't want to go. Facts. I mean, I just <laughs> <laughs> facts. It's, just, it's nothing against white rappers. Like you know what I mean. Like I definitely don't have anything against them. Like it's just people have to understand. And like I'm sorry to say this. Like this is black culture. Mm-hmm. Hip hop is black culture. It started in the hood. It started in our neighborhoods as a way to express ourselves because it was the only. Thing we this is the only thing that we could do. Mm-hmm. They weren't letting us have jobs. They weren't letting us do these things. So people just took to hip hop as a way to express themselves. And I'm watching people take hip hop and just say, "That's cool. I want to do it." You know what I'm saying? Like, if you listen to DMX, if you listen to Tupac, Shoot. if you listen to these artists, you can tell that there is do or die for them to talk. You know what I mean? Or to write anything on that paper. So yes, there are artists who come around who do give me that feeling. But then I watch other people who just Hey, I like rap music. I want to rap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I get offended, you know what I mean, by lack of appreciation for words. So when I go on the stage and I'm watching, like, whatever rapper rap about drugs in the basement or whatever, whatever he decided to do on his record, I yeah. can tell, like, he, he's, he's not caring about that person standing right there, like, looking up to you. You know what I mean? And for mm-hmm. me, it's that deep. You know what I mean? So that's why me and Matt bump heads, just because, like, I, I know – like where the culture like oppression comes from and i just i it's that deep for me you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i get hurt if somebody misuses it you know what i mean so that's 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 all i'm saying as long as people continue to care about you know what i mean like what their message is then you can rap forever however long you want to you know what i mean but i'm not going to a show and you talking about popping mollies in the bathroom and riding a horse you know what I mean? Like, I just... <laughs> so no no post for Lo- Malone for you, huh? I like one... <laughs> I like, no, I like a couple songs. I said one song, White Iverson, but then at the same time... Yeah, at the same time, like, at the same time, it's just like, I said that was dope, and then I never listened to it again. You know what I'm saying? He used to make folk music. He used to make folk music, like, I know. Now he I'm got braids. Yeah. yeah it's like, what you doing with Cornrows? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a bunch of other things you can appreciate as far as, like, soundscape, melody tone of voice there's a lot of artsy things within that that you can appreciate but you will never be able to feel something forever if those words are not real Mm -hmm. there's so many songs right now that we can probably think of remember that's oh yeah you know what i'm saying but you don't have to go oh yeah to a tupac (laughs) song or a dmx song or like a kanye song or a jay song they don't give you oh yeah moments like they give you like hell yeah this the worst every lyric yeah Like people know the worst every lyric, and just right now, man. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm not gonna ever let anybody slide with our culture. Nobody gets a pass. Nobody gets a okay. Everything great, everything. If you're not going for great, if your music's not the best, then like get the fuck out of our culture and stay out. That's why you go to a J Cole song, and 90% of the crowd raps every single lyric every like single it's their lyric. own. <laughs> exactly. You, you hear him, right? Yeah, <laughs> like this is hip hop, bro. <laughs> no, this I love J Cole. He came out over there. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ooh, he's like, L- little cool. fangirl in me came out. Nah, real shit though. But like, it's because of the connection that you have with mm-hmm. the artist. You know what I'm saying? And no artists aren't fighting for connection anymore. They're just like, oh, microphone. Oh, the beat on. Whoop whoop, skirt skirt. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like, it's that's, like oh, melodies are in now. All right, we gotta hit the studio again. You get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I literally watch rappers come in the studio. Like, I remember I was in the studio. Rappers came in or whatever. It's like, yo, you ready? Yeah, son. Skirt, skirt. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> niggas, and then niggas go in the booth and then like didn't didn't remember lines. One dude didn't know how to count bars. You know what I mean? Like, like one dude was just smoking and then he had to do the same take to do an ad lib like right. eight times. 
Like, thank God. Like, I was just sitting there just like, yo, these are people that's, that's when I keep telling you the table gets overflowed. Yeah. You know I mean, with people who just say, that looks cool. I want to do it. And then you have other artists who are just like, yo, I have to do this. You know what I mean? Like, I have to, I have to get this out. Yeah. You know I mean? Or it's going to eat me up inside. That's why, like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm just a little bit more just, like, everything's personal. Shit, I need to invest in a studio. I fucking love yeah. hip-hop. Like, this is this is not a mm. game for me. You know what I mean? Like, if I don't do this, like, I'm robbing people. Like, gotcha. it's done. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this is not. all I have. You <laughs> know what I mean? Not. Yeah. <laughs> He's not. Yeah. You know, we call me trying to get him off a case. I'd be like, <laughs> nah. Facts. It's a good connection to make today. But I got one more question. That's the day my management contract ends. (laughs) 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 Now you need to come get me out of jail. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I got one last question for y'all before I let y'all get up out of here. Um, What do you think about this Remy Ma and Nikki beef? Like, what do you think about her diss? The Sheetha track. Didn't listen to it, to be honest. Oh. I mean, I did. Obviously, it's hip-hop. What'd you you think about it? Hell yeah, it's Remy. Yeah. Like, Remy comes. Like, she comes packed and prepared. And you could tell that she put time and love and emotion into every line that she wrote on that record. And that's why everybody like could rewind it back and just hear lines. They just, wow, 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 Super wow. disrespectful. I mean? Every line that she get. And like, not to take away anything from Nikki. I think Nikki is an amazing artist. You mm. know what I mean? Like in her own right, as far as like her vision gotcha. for her career. But Nikki got a wake up call this week that, yo, this is fucking hip hop. Like all of all your wigs, all of your yeah, you know what I mean, like your starships and you know what I mean, like your fans and your arenas. No, like all of your arena tours. Yo, Queen, this is hip hop. Mm-hmm. Boss. She could be like pop now. So yeah. I mean, does she really even care? Yeah, but but at the oh, end of she was. Yeah, uh, yeah but even like doing that for a minute. Just lost Queen of Rap. She been saying that for a minute. Yeah, but even with the pop stuff, you can you can do your best. You can try your hardest. To like think that you're gonna escape from the standard that you're held to when it comes to this culture, mm. but we're not gonna let you escape that. You know what I'm saying? And she can't. So she's gonna always be a, a rapper. At the end of the yeah. day, like it's always gonna come down to yo. The same way, you know what I mean? Matt comes out of a, a hip hop show or any show in New York. Hey yo, what's good, son? What you do? I rap, spit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It all comes down to that at the end of the day. I'm so, like, you, you have that. to, like, bring those bars. And Remy said, yo, what's good? You rap, right? Let's go. Now she got an answer. Mm. Whether or not, like, she has a better diss or not, I think she just has to she say has something. Just with something out there, though. She has Even if she puts it in the album and sells it for ten ninety nine, because, like, she's business-minded, that's fine, too. But, yo, Queen, like, you got to say something. Like, you can't expect to get on the throne and not protect it. You know what I'm saying? Then, sorry, they had an Instagram post of a poster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it had Nicki Minaj's picture, and it was like missing person. Uh, we can't find her. We Ooh. haven't heard from her. <laughs> yeah, they did. A, um, I saw the one they did on Facebook with the um, the last forty eight. Yeah, and they was trying to. They was like identifying the body. I was like, oh, I can't deal with the internet. Mm. But the internet is like is also a great place too. I felt like they took a Remy Ma record, mm-hmm. a Remy Ma record. And, like, they made it viral. You know what I mean? Like, yes, it's based off of, like, another artist. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, like, Nicki has two choices. She either responds and keeps it hip-hop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or she ignores it. And then we just be like, damn, we missed a moment. A real moment in hip-hop. You know what I mean? Or Beef is part of the culture. Like, like not addressing things on wax is a part of the culture. I did it all through my album. Like, mm-hmm. address yeah. things that you feel on wax. And those were her feelings. 
And I'm pretty sure Nikki has some too. She need to fucking put it in words. Word. Any of you podcast niggas want to come at us? Let me know. I'm out here. We coming. We coming for beef on wax. <laughs> Right, nah, do, I'm joking. We, do have a we don't want no beef. My name is Gigi. No. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm glad you mentioned spitting because yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know you can't come on cool now and not spit something. Yo, I mean, I know I put you. Head. I'm putting you on the spot and shit, but like, nah, I'm here, man. You can't. You can't come on cool now and not spit. So I'm with it. I'm with it. We go, I can acapella right now. Are we ready? Because yeah, I ain't giving oh, you we a can beat. Do the <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I want them to hit me. Right, like I made it. I think success is just perception. Being gifted with the will to never second guess if it's real. Writing hits without sacrificing your message. Having dreams and turning them real in seconds from being exactly who I plan to be. This for the ones who never restart their hand at me. When I just need a help, I think struggle makes moments glorious and puts us in a position to help ourselves. Unfortunate. You could have been here to share this moment with me. A man of morals, but fuck it, I ain't doing no forgiving. Fuck being harsh. They can fucking starve. Pull up a seat. Sit at the table and watch us eat. I'm far from that kid you know from Virginia. South with a Brooklyn temper. Run your mouth. I can send some Fulton niggas to come and get you. I'm not stressing shit. Boy, I'm the fucking best. Used to doubt it before, but now it's finally setting in. The more you doubt, the more I get better. If you blew us because I let you, I allow you niggas to eat. No thanks necessary. You're welcome. Busy carving my lane. You content with shit being the same. You said you care about the game. If you love it, allow it to change. Allow it to grow. Come down to the coast. Break bread with us, nigga. Come take a ride so you can see the world is bigger. Bigger than boroughs, bigger than streets. Just hood niggas with morals just trying to eat. I'm back in control, mm. back in control. This crown of thorns sits quite well on this mini fro. I assure you I'm ready. So fuck if you are. The game just got a new heart. Came and took the shit right over. It wasn't too hard. Bad me, nigga. Make sure your head touch your fucking knees. Overstay my welcome. I'll be here long as I fucking please. Mind your manners. Give a fuck if you understand this. Mm. I'm raising bars, resetting standards. The realest of rookies. You'd be crazy to overlook me. Streets made me. Was never built to be pussy. My niggas love me. Break bread just to show them it's mutual. When you've been through it all, what more can they do to you? Being humble is hard. When you feel greater than all the ones who influenced you. Was born a man, I'll die. God, life is beautiful. Better than great. Well off is better than straight. Fuck stable. Won't dole fall out my safe. When I open it, fate, more like destiny. I learned got what was left for me. I took what I deserve and still the Lord kept on blessing me. That should tell you that I'm here to stay. Wrote the riches, I lead the way. Follow my footsteps, trace my patterns. You can't plan this shit, it don't just happen. Can't foresee it. Bigger pictures don't come with captions. A promise can be misleading. Don't believe it until it happens. All these niggas is leeches. Let them talk with their actions. And measure a man by his word. Respecting something given is earned. So who you feeding? Who you feeding? Tell me what you believe in. You always there in the moments, but never there when it's needed. Do you really love a nigga? Do you only care when it's convenient? When you say you love the boy, do you mean it? You come alive in the evenings. You treat every day like a weekend. You smoke away all the pain just to drink away all the feelings. Not sure if I even know you. Fell out with ones I was close to. Not sure if I didn't change or if I became who I was supposed to. I guess we'll see. I became who you felt to be. It started with a few of us. Not the only one here is me. Yo. Yo. My God. We ain't friends no more. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't friends no more. Whoa. Someone told my, me we done. My God. <laughs> Shit.
shit. Yo, man, I appreciate you guys having me, man. <laughs> Energy. <laughs> no, shit. You just blessed us. Shit. Right. Matt's going to make sure y'all get tickets. Yeah. Man. Turn yeah, up. No doubt, guys. Yeah, shit. I'm definitely yeah, I'm definitely coming <laughs> through. Yo, he might be the chillest dude now and when you meet him, but once he gets on that stage, he gets these <laughs> crazy eyes. Nah, I just <laughs> saw him. I almost broke the goddamn table. <laughs> <laughs> Making sure no one outside kicked us. <laughs> All these white folks in here was like, what the fuck's going on in there? Yeah, these words, man. These words mean a lot. But nah, me, man. man. Like, that was dope. But we definitely Thank appreciate you. you guys coming through. Thank you, like, Thank you so much, man. More than welcome guys. to come on cool now whenever you want. Shit, Yo, and shout good. out to everybody listening, man. Truth City. Oh, yeah, shout out to your IGs and all that. Yeah, 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 man. You guys can find me on Instagram. It's uh, Mr. Truth City, spelled the right way. <laughs> um, <laughs> Finally. Facts. No, I'm just saying, like, I, I'm an educator rapper. My name is spelled correctly. So, <laughs> Mr. Truth City. Um, that's my handles for everything. My website, my Instagram, Facebook, it's all the same thing. So, please connect with me. I'm not bougie. I follow people who hit me. You know what I mean? If you follow me, I'm following you right back. You know Got I mean? you. As long as everybody keep it positive, I follow everyone. Cool. Yeah, both the albums, While You Were Sleeping and the prologue, out on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Tidal, Pandora, whatever you want to listen to is SoundCloud, YouTube. Uh, you can follow me at Borden Ogilvie, B-O-A-R-D-I-N-O-G-I-L-V-I-E, Twitter, Instagram, add me on Facebook, uh, whatever. Let's connect. That's a fact. Dope. We're going we're gonna to put those links up on the Cooling Out page yeah, also once the episode drops. Cooling Out, man. I appreciate yeah. you. Guys, definitely man. for your show, too. I, I, I grew up in the lower, so a lot of people okay. yeah. definitely bring, bring them in. Let's too. get it, son, because you mm. already know how I move. We having riots. Facts. <laughs> nice Arle- riots. I told Arlene yeah. before they booked me. I told Cops Arlene before they the release me. party, and they were laughing outside. I was like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm being peaceful. Like, we just loud. Being super honest with people. I'm just like, yo, like, come to this show, man. Let's vibe. Let's connect. You know what I mean? Like, I want people to meet each other who never met. There might yeah. be somebody there to help anybody in the crowd. You know what I mean? So the shows are definitely the places, man, where I want to grow with my fan base and people who I fucks with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's really all it is. It's not even really a concert. It's really just a bunch of your friends. Everybody just turned up in Arlene's. You know what I mean? Just uh, come and experience it. You'll know what it's about. Yeah. Cool. Well, cool now be there. Full effect. It's <laughs> a fact. But yeah, we appreciate you guys coming through. Um, as always, they already know what it is, Kev. They got to rate the, the podcast. They got to share it. They got to subscribe. You can share with anyone. Your side nigga, your side chick. Just share the podcast. Get it out there. Like, we love what we do. We want everyone, if you really fuck with us, to, you know, push the podcast out there. Let everyone hear us. Um, and that's about it. We out here. It's cool now. Until next week. Stay cool. You cool, I'm cool, you cool, I'm cool, you cool, I'm cool, we cooling out. You cool, I'm cool, you cool, I'm cool, you cool, I'm cool, we cooling out. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.